0: Welcome to 54 Live, I am your host, Diggsies, and I am joined once again by my co-host, Jake. Jake, what is up?
1: This was the week to remember the, the vandilation, the vandalism in Vegas. Yeehaw. No, I, it was actually a pretty chill tournament. If we look into it and how the tournament went off. The planning for the tournament was incredibly intelligent. They didn't do anything stupid trying to have it the exact same day as the Super Bowl. They made sure to have it done beforehand so that whatever was going on with the vibe from it could be done with and over. And if you saw, man, some families for the the Super Bowl and the entire Vegas experience were having to dish out some stupid money just to get out there. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you see there was a few videos on... Twitter and, and
0: X, and I keep calling it Twitter, X and TikTok about people dishing out money to go to the game, and people like $13,000, 10000 8000 This is
1: per ticket. This is per ticket. I know. But an yeah. ultimate, and that, and that's just the game ticket, the hotel costs, the... Everything costs was were through the roof. I'm sure the strippers and the hookers made 18 times that they normally oh, make yeah, they out there. I'm them. joking, but I'm not. That city did not lose that weekend. Let's put it that way. Oh no!
0: They, I, and honestly, I don't even think they cared about who won the game and, and which side of the line they were on because they made so much money throughout the week that if they took a bath in the Super Bowl, it wouldn't even mattered. Pretty
1: much, the odds were the, at the end of the day. You guys know the rules. The house always wins. And the house won. I don't well, know. Ultimately, though. They did. Well, uh,
0: everybody and their mother was on the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they lost there, but everything else they won.
1: It was It was just crazy overall. It was a great experience. Most notably, I just want to say uh, congrats to Smash GC for really showcasing that their fourth man situation wasn't as big of a question mark as possible. Yeah. Graham McDowell looks like he's having, yeah, GMAC looks like he's having a, a renaissance in a lot of ways. He looks more youthful next to Brooks than he did versus w- with Keimer and all that. And maybe because oh. last year he was really the number one no- slash number two guy in that team.
0: And he has, and talent. now he's a former major winner. I'm not saying he's not. No, but I'm saying saying like he's, it was bound to
1: come back. Yeah. You'd hope. There are some players that you're just not sure if it ever will come back. Yeah. Like the Majestics guys. That and Martin Keimer. Yeah. Where it's just, they're not doing anything bad, but they're not challenging for any leaderboards right now. And we need to see that happen. We've had two events happen so far. Good, And we've had a real opportunity to see two different styles of golf courses. And I'm very thankful that these two different courses played out because If we had two back-to-back courses like Mayakoba or like Las Vegas, we might have very different or concern points for certain teams.
0: Yeah, I like this course. I like any course that gives you like anywhere from 10, 11, 12 months. I feel like that's a sweet spot.
1: Yeah. Not only that, the course played to the strengths of the bomber players, whereas Mayakoba does not play to that strength at all. Mayakoba plays to, can you hit the fairway? Yeah, you have to be accurate. Exactly. This course actually played str- played to the Bombers' strengths. And several of them didn't even play to their own strengths. And it, you could see it with Bryson on Sunday especially. He was rattled. He, he wasn't. By, by the third hole, he was just not in his element that day. Yeah.
0: And there was really that one point on Saturday when there was six guys tied for the lead. Like, we thought we were going to get a, a Bond burner at the finish of big at least i I thought we'd at least get a three four man playoff but dj man nerves of steel got the job done and honestly all he had to do is go out there and shoot one under get the win and three-time victor three-time victor on the live golf now gooch has three two right gooch
1: has three as well as cameron smith and brooks Kepka. okay three is the record right now tied with four guys yes let me think real fast. Brooks actually, does Brooks actually have three minutes? I'm going to. I think Brooks to has two. Fast. Brooks has two plus a major. My yeah. apologies. So yeah, I get those mixed up a little bit. Google this just to make sure. Does Cam have two? Cam has three because he had Chicago year one and then he had two last season. Got it. That's where those, and actually, no, he does have three. Gooch, sorry, Kepka does have three because he won Jeddah both years. Okay. Yeah. We always forget that, but he actually won it in a playoff over, over Gooch last year. Gooch is still doing what he needs to be doing, which is getting up there, being in the conversation know, and to battle for
0: him to keep going like this, to, to show that last year, wasn't a flash in the pan. Yeah. There was a lot of people thinking maybe last year, he just had a little hot streak. And you mean you? Yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you've seen it time and time again, that some of these guys
1: just get hot for a year and then fall off. Uh, if he, if Gooch was 25 and under, like a younger guy, or if Gooch was like 40 I would agree with you because you do see a lot of players who do both of those two things they have that renaissance they have that early bust through when mm-hmm. they're in their when they're in their early 20s and they have no no commitments and no responsibilities and no family and no sponsorships yeah so they have like nothing a, to distract yeah. them no distractions so you saw that what happened with spieth and what happened with Speeth all of a sudden had a family Yeah, distractions exactly I'm not saying that, that he can't win. I'm just saying that those are just, when you have distractions, it ups the difficulty. Yeah. And then we see one thing happen as well. All of a sudden, we see a lot of times on the PGA Tour and one of the, two of the players that are li- living in that moment right now, three of them actually, partially because of weakened fields, but also because of being selective about which events they go to, are Keegan Bradley, Lucas Glover, and Kirk. Yeah. All Having three a, of them are sergeants. Yes, all three of them are having that late that late thirties, early forties resurgence that does tend to happen to players. We see it happen very often in careers when players are being more selective about the events they go to and they've also gotten into the rhythm of being an adult. They may not their kids may not, if they have any kids, aren't, you know, in diapers anymore. You know, those kind of things, certain problems that may have been there when they were in their early careers aren't there anymore. Yeah,
0: and two of those guys are major winners: Lucas Glover and Keegan Bradley. Exactly. So
1: it's cool to see a resurgence for those players. Yeah. Over on the the live side, with these young guys that have the flash in the pan atmosphere and vibe about them, I'm really proud of the way the Range Goats handled themselves this week. Yeah, they're not they they were 12th in my power rankings post Mayakoba. Yeah, there
0: was a point there where they were like killing it. Uline was tied with Wolf and bubble how it started
1: out so hot yeah they showcased a lot of good things there peters fell apart toward the end of the round and really threw them back and they ended up getting steamrolled by smash because smash just the worst player on smash still had a good week their worst player finished 13th in the rankings this that's week. crazy
0: smash went 13 10 10 13 under 10, yeah. under 10 under 10 that's phenomenal
1: it is phenomenal but in addition to that we saw a couple of key things i need needed to get pointed out one HV3 had one good round, so that was really odd because he came out looking really fresh on Thursday, and then all of a sudden, two bad rounds back to back, and he's no longer even relevant to that to that to that game. I say bad rounds, even par on that course is pretty is pretty all Dickie, right.
0: Uh, after that after that Thursday round, he went out and celebrated and experienced a little Vegas. You can't ever tell with HV3
1: because. This is the thing with hv three. Maybe he's I'm wild, wrong.
0: He's a wild card. That guy.
1: He, he's a wild card because you don't know whether he's being sarcastic or serious in his interviews. Mm-hmm. The vibe that you get off of him, you're not sure whether whether you're supposed to laugh with him or look at him and go, "Oh, <laughs> you know, no, I'm being serious." Because like he'll he'll say something like, "Hey man, I'm just here for the money," and you're just like, <laughs> "Oh, no, you really are here." Oh yeah, he's money. serious. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah, but you I feel, feel like I you
1: should when he's speaking, you should just. Uh,
0: take what he says not with the grain of salt he is telling the truth man he's just yeah he's speaking the truth that guy
1: he is and it's nice to see him get at least one good round but is that where he's at right now nah, is that where he'll his come career around. is at he'll come you think here. he'll come around yeah he's
0: i was too say, talented not to he, he said he had the issue in december with the dwi when he's just working his way back he'll be he'll win i will say this though
1: look at the leaderboard and you'll see with the exception of of Gooch and G and Paul Casey, the majority of the guys that are up there high on the list are all deep ball players. You got Dustin Johnson, Peter Uline, Matty Wolf, Jason Kokrak's a deep baller. You got John Rahm who's busting 185s out there. Mm-hmm. Adrian Moronk. You can't tell me a guy who's six foot six. I haven't watched enough of this swing personally in his speeds, but you can't tell me a guy who's six foot six is only busting out one sixties, okay? That's just, that would not happen. Yeah. Then you got Bryson DeChambeau, who's out there cruising at 190. So this wasn't a true bomber's paradise, but it was a bomber's reward. Yeah. It shows in the leaderboard as players like Cameron Smith still struggled to get really going. A lot of the older players really didn't have the competitive edge that they might want. And what do you think going forward for this season? Are we seeing a lot of the courses... Playing in a way to where the older guys can't compete? I don't know. I honestly,
0: to be honest with you, I just think that the younger guys, they just have so much talent that th- these older guys, they need to have everything clicking on all cylinders. Like, it's just like, I feel like the younger guys, they're so talented and they're so good nowadays that they could have, you know, four fifths of their game rolling and still be able to win. Whereas the older guys, they need to have every aspect of the game going. Does that make sense?
1: It it does, and, th- and that's a big reason why I really wanted Sergio to win last week, uh, not in Vegas, in Mycoba, mm-hmm. because I just don't know if there's many courses set up for live that are going to give a real opportunity for the non-bomber player. Yeah. Uh, and when I say bomber player, most of the young guys are deep guys. Some of the younger guys aren't, but they still are long in comparison to say, martin keimer who's out there hitting 265
0: yeah no i agree
1: and like ken smith he's a little guy but he gets it out there yeah he still gets it out there far however his distance is his downfall because as the man if the man would just hit a fairway man he could he would win every turn by by 15 shots Mm -hmm. and and they proved it at the mayakoba stats because they, they pulled up what his numbers were in comparison to gooch last season in putts Cam Smith had 161 fewer putts than Taylor Gooch Jeez. last year. Wow. Just in, the, just in the live golf events, he had 161 fewer putts. That's so nice. that tells me right there that if Cameron Smith could hit that's a what, fairway. That's six yeah. rounds. Five yes. six rounds. Not six rounds. That's five rounds. No, it's 161. That's, that's two rounds and some change. What do you mean two rounds and some change? That's two whole rounds of golf and some change. 161 shots. No, I know, but I'm talking about putts. Like usually it's about a good round to go Oh, you t- okay. You're talking about, yeah, because a good round In of the, the PGA Tour is, no, a good round is like 25. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's like yeah. six rounds since some yep. change. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I didn't know what you were going with right there. I, I got was confused. Yeah, little mix up. Yeah, you're good, dude. But yeah, man. So that's just the reality of the situation right there. Saying to what you. What about I,
0: Caleb Surat? Another three rounds on the par.
1: Another 3 rounds where he's counting, another 3 rounds where he's looking solid. This kid is impressing Still. me so much.
0: What a great move.
1: What a great top, move.
0: Top 12. The guy keeps rocking in money. He's out. He's made like what, close to 3 million so far?
1: You're not. No, that's not correct because you're, you're thinking again with the yeah. with the yeah, team okay. bonus, though.
0: So. But even without the team bonus, he's made probably like 1.52. No,
1: nah, he's made like 600k. Really? That's it? Even with yeah. the to top 12? Yeah. They don't okay. pay out that much money for yeah, for a top right. and, twelve, and
0: and and the numbers have been a little deflated since the now that they're fifty four guys
1: exactly because you spread it out a little bit more. Now the top guys still get what the top guys get. The bottom guys get as you go down, it gets a little bit less. It's mm-hmm. still big money. It's still big money. It's more than I made this year. Let's you know what yep. I'm saying. Of course, you want to switch. You want to switch lives, Caleb? I know, right? Sheesh. I'll work two, two. I'll work six days and make six hundred grand. Exactly. Sheesh. The dude is living the good life. Positive things from Adrian Moronk, he looks like he's getting accustomed to things. I think part of it was just he got, it was was a late arrival, it seemed like, to live golf last Mm -hmm. week at at Vegas, sorry, at Mayakoba. So when he got to Vegas, he looks more comfortable, looks more in form. So that's a good thing to see. One thing I want to talk about, though, now he's obviously played some great golf so far and will continue to play great golf. And I guarantee he's going to get at least one win in the live golf circuit this season. But if you noticed how uncomfortable John Rom and his caddy are with yeah, the live sound effects, yeah, I saw yeah. I saw some tweets of you posting. That. Yeah, I noticed that if you go back and watch the broadcast, his caddy and him himself are seen on camera right now, at least, way more frequently, spending more time silencing crowds, asking them to fix their cameras. Um, now. He, we doesn't, we see he doesn't like golf but Lauda. At least not right now. He's not comfortable with it yet. And we're seeing plenty of players out there that I can... I, I The more I'm watching the PGA Tour and the more I'm watching Live Golf right now, we're seeing that it really needs to stay where the PGA Tour is separate from Live Golf. Because there are people that, out there that just don't fit in with Live Golf's vibe. Yeah, And there are people that, that love the Live Golf vibe, that feed off of it.
0: Yeah, we saw that with Zach Johnson, right?
1: We'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the ultimate thing is you're right. With with Rom, he doesn't look comfortable yet with a live crowd. And that may be holding back his scorecard. I I don't know if it is or isn't. But I do know that I saw probably about four minutes of coverage where his caddy is actively silencing the crowd at an event that is not a PGA event. You know, when you go to a live event, you're actively having conversations while players are putting, while players are doing this. And they're encouraging it. So it's a little. it was a little interesting to notice. Um, I'm sure he'll get used to it over time. And it, I think he'll do great in Jetta because there won't be any fans in Jetta.
0: And honestly, I think that just goes to show you how much he wants to win, you know? I like, think so, too. He, he, he yeah. got paid so much money to come over to live. He could easily just ghost. But that dude's out there, man. And he's, he's been in contention two weeks in a row. He's not happy with the $600 million he got. He wants to win.
1: And more importantly, you're right. The fact that he's not comfortable and he's trying to make himself comfortable does show that he wants to win. So I agree with you there. He wants victories. I was very surprised at at the Stinger GC team playing bad, but I've been really surprised at how bad the High Flyers have been both weeks. I just, I'm confused right now with them. I really am. The High Flyers? High Flyers GC, very confused right
0: now. Yeah, I don't expect much from them.
1: You don't expect much, period? No. Really? Tringali's been up there many weeks. Brennan Steele's had a couple of good rounds and a couple of good weeks where he's put together two or three good rounds. I'm expecting better things from Ogletree overall by the season's end, but it's just weird right now because I really expected them to make moves toward the positive, but they're looking a little rough right now. Yeah, I feel like they don't have a young stud. You, so you don't even look at Ogletree as a young stud? You look no. at... Okay. I know. I don't you think he's in in the likes of gooch or no but i would definitely i know we've only seen six rounds of caleb surratt right now Mm -hmm. but i I would still put him in that same category Yeah, but i wouldn't
0: even call a young stud yet he's a good up-and-coming
1: player he's not like gotcha so when you're saying young stud you're talking about like a walking neiman somebody who's in the younger side you expect to win
0: a gooch yeah like a stud like someone that could go out and win a major
1: Got gotcha. you. Well, Gooch isn't young, though. He's he's my age. Really. I know, he's but I
0: 30. don't I don't know why. Gooch, he just, you know, I consider him young. How old is he, 30? He's like 31, 32, yeah, 30. That's, that's still young compared to me. I'm 39.
1: Uh, when we say young stuff, we're talking about like a 25-year-old, a 26-year-old. Oh,
0: no. You're still in your prime until you're like, 27 to 32 is your prime. But I get yes. what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah but it, a 32-year-old man is not, uh, you're going to see a huge difference in Joaquin Neiman's body physically in five years. Yeah. Okay, you're going to see a huge difference, mostly in his shoulders. I guarantee you. So that's what I'm saying right there. He's not a Gucci's, and a young guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Now, as I've mentioned, Majestics GC is a team that actually, while they aren't scoring great and aren't, you know, threatening for the podiums and probably won't this whole season. Remember how I told you that the, that the fourth man situation really benefits them. This is two events in a row where they go from being down, down near the 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 bottom of the table to being in the mid pack they finished seventh this week yeah it's better than they've been it is and it's it goes to show the fourth man situation it's not going to get them any podium finishes and i I don't expect them to get any podium finishes unless of course everything just falls in place for everybody yeah but it's nice to see that, that that the change has benefited them in a way to where they are Not finishing down near at the bottom every single week.
0: Yeah. And who knows what? We know Stenson's won before, so he can get hot. It's just you're hoping that on the week that Stenson gets hot, the other
1: guys pick it up. And yeah, he's the most, he's the guy I'm most in favor of actually, or most in belief of actually seeing it happen. So you're Mm -hmm. correct there. It's going to be an interesting thing. But one thing I want to talk about as well Crushers GC, they really are the best human live golf. You think i they still are I know that smash ran away with it this week Aces did got the podium course finished fourth place okay a fourth place on a, on a on a day where they finished six over par for yeah. the entire day
0: good point they were
1: they were in a clear cut lead they weren't in a clear cut way they, they were up there pretty high going into the final round I think they were tied for third or in third place going into the final round and it just goes to show you how deep that team is we're two weeks in a row, two very different courses they're competitive they're in there. They're ready to go, and that's why they're the best team in Live Golf right now.
0: Yeah, Bryson and Lahiri with the both shot four over the last day, and yeah. they still came in fourth place.
1: Exactly. You had two guys shoot an abysmal four over seventy five on that course. Crazy, and they're still. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah,
0: when you go thirteen thirteen and ten under the first two days, it works or was it fourteen and ten? Fourteen to ten, crazy.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about that team is that they're so well balanced and stacked. I'm yeah. definitely when I when I release the, uh, the the rankings, the rankings, we're gonna see some positive moves for Smash Aces and Range Goats. You're not gonna see them jump from from the bottom all the way to the top, no. But you're definitely gonna see some some positive moves as it seems like Matthew Wolf and Peter Uline are benefiting from Bella Watson, but we're still not seeing anything from Thomas Peters to make me think. We have a win there. Yeah, he, he's lost. Uh, what do you think it's going to take for Thomas Peters to get right? Rory McIlroy. You think it's Rory McIlroy? Yeah. What do you mean? They, Rory McIlroy just coming over to live? Or, or Rory you know, McIlroy being his teammate. Okay, so you're saying that like he needs to be on a new team with Rory McIlroy. Yeah,
0: because the best golf he's ever played
1: is when he was partnered with Rory McIlroy in the 2016 Ryder Cup. That um, makes sense. And here, here's a question I want to ask to you let's say mid-season or supper something for some weird reason they are they have talked as if trades could happen during season mm-hmm. right let's say during the season now we know the cliques love Lori Cantor, but let's say martin keimer goes down with an injury and for whatever reason the range goats push Peters over to the cliques and then the, then the Range Goats pick up Anthony Kim or Laurie Cantor or something like that. Or even Hudson Swafford, which mm-hmm. they wouldn't pick up Hudson Swafford, but you know what I'm saying. Something weird like that happens. Okay. Do you think that Peters thrives under a Cleeks type situation more than he is at, at the Range no, Goats? No. I think
0: Peters needs Brooks Kepka type of guy or like a John Rom type of guy. He needs like an
1: alpha that's gonna whip him in the shape. I could see that kind of. So you think that Peters would have benefited more? Than Wolf did underneath Brooks Kepka. Yes, I could see that too. Yeah, for whatever reason, is too easy going. I think Bubba's easy going thing is paying dividends for Uline and Wolf, mm-hmm. as it seems like Bubba's not. It's just like result dependent with it's, Yeah,
0: it's just in sports, man. It's like each person's different. Like, yeah. some players play better under a player's coach. Some players play under, under a team coach, like a coach that's mean. Like, some people don't play well. If a player's coach gives a guy too much rope, he'll hang himself.
1: That's a good point. And, there, and one of the greatest examples of that is someone like Antonio Brown, who you, you just, when you saw him go to other teams and you realized just how out of control he was. Yeah. Tomlin it,
0: kept it, him in check.
1: Yeah. He was in is... check until
0: he got his paid. Once he got paid, once they gave him all that money, he lost. And uh, honestly, it's also, you have to think of that hit, that Bump has perfect put on him.
1: Now, that's true. People have said after that hit, it seemed like the full CTE went in and mm-hmm. he just went It was full. like, it was the hit and the money. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it wasn't Steve. Maybe
0: it was just he was like, you know what? I got the money now. I don't want to get hit like that again. I want to save my brain. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But like I Who said, knows? everybody's different. And I feel like, I don't know the guy from all in the world, Thomas Peters, but I feel like he would do better under a guy that is going to challenge him and Not just, oh, that's okay, buddy. You'll find your way. Come on, get with it. Get to the range. Find something. That that, that
1: makes sense. He needs somebody who's going to headbutt him in the locker room. Yes, exactly. Uh, Like we
0: saw Wolf doesn't work under a guy like that. We feel like Brooks is like that. We're pretty sure Brooks is like that. Wolf didn't work underneath that. Wolf needed a softer hand like Bubba, and it's worked. Wolf is playing better. Peters, I think, needs the opposite.
1: So let's talk about this then. Let's rank the captains as far as their approach. Mm -hmm. Uh, From like strong arm, bull rush Mm -hmm. to laissez-faire, do your own thing. I think we have at the very ends of the spectrum here. I think we have, you're right. I think
0: there's not too many strong arm guys. I think you got Kepka and Rom.
1: Kep, I can see Rom being strong arm only because. And DJ too, but
0: in a different way. I don't think DJ is going to. Yell, or will be like Rob, but I think he's going to be like, I like, like, whatever. I'm not well, dealing with you anyway. You
1: know what I mean? That makes sense because the Aces were the last team in Live Golf to allow their players to wear shorts. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It was actually a big deal when they finally started doing that. I think it was actually at Bangkok where, where they finally said, on, uh, Okay, you can wear shorts. And that was DJ's call. He said, No, where the Aces were wearing pants. Yeah. And, with DJ, I could see it being more of... With Rom, I see it being similar to Brooks, but different. In that Brooks is more of pulling a cart full of players that are already on the ground begging for mercy because he's been in the gym for seven hours. And Rom is somebody who is pulling the cart, but everybody else is so excited to pull the cart with him. Yeah, and Rom
0: could just bug out at any
1: time and put you in your place. Pretty much. DJ, it's more of a... The reputation speaks for itself kind of thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Like an, it, he's not quite an elder statesman, but he's, he's like Achilles where his word reaches you before, before he does.
0: Yeah. That's a good, that's a good comparison.
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's been pretty obvious that he's actually in the trenches with his guys. Yeah. And if you notice, he no joke.
0: Analytics and they got all the little yeah. books in there.
1: But have you noticed how physically all the team on, on the crushers are starting to look exactly the same. No joke. I saw Anurban Lahiri this past week in the weird light lighted shade. And I was like, man, it looks like Bryson with, that looks like Bryson with a tan. Crazy. I'm just saying, man, they're in unison, that team. They are instinct. I feel like Neiman, I feel like we're talking about like the guys who are just laid back. Mm. I would feel like Bubba's the one of the more laid back guys, but not the most laid back. I feel like Kevin Na and Martin Keimer are probably the most laid back. And it's partially because of their lack of ownership of the team.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: And partially also that Keimer, it's hard to be the boss of the team when you're not the boss of the team. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sergio, I think Sergio is just having a time of his life and Phil is, I think Phil is too worried about the other stuff than the on the court. You know what I mean? Like you even saw that on the interview with McAfee when he's we're going to build a complex to teach these players and they could train with the young guys, could train with the best of the best. I think Phil is more interested on the business side of things than he is on the course. Not to say that he can't go out there and have one week where he's the best player in the world. We've seen that time and time again. He has one week a year in him, but I feel like he's more focused on the business side of things.
1: Do you think this is Phil Nicholson's last
0: full-time playing season? I don't know. What did they sign? Three, four-year deals. I, I think he doesn't have much long left. He'll definitely be—he'll be an owner of the team and he'll be involved and live forever.
1: That's what—that's that, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we're not saying he's going to go away, but we're saying that while there is some moments that are really good, and he had a three-under round on, on Friday um, at, at Vegas, which was a, definitely a solid round. There are a lot of things that he reminds me of so much of Greg Norman in a lot of Is ways. Is he still th-
0: exempt into the U.S. Open this year? Uh,
1: yeah, he's got five years in all majors. That's because of the, the his, his win was in twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, And the PGA, so he's yeah, good so the, until he's twenty twenty six. Yeah, yeah. And, and then when, when that, Masters, it's t- until his yeah, legs fall off. Yeah, but
0: when that ends, that's when he'll walk away.
1: Do you think? Do you think he walks away f- from? being a a full-time live golfer though at the end of this year if he continues the form that he has no because
0: he's gonna we think he he's not gonna give up that shot to complete the Grand slam and win the u.s open and if he gives up where is he gonna play
1: okay so you're saying that that regardless he's gonna stay in just to stay in to keep himself going
0: to keep himself going and to get the
1: reps for the u.s open gotcha he did finish first in his team this past week but at the same time he's
0: not There's a difference between competitive golf and and practice golf. No offense to Phil, I don't think he could go out there and just play a regular 18-hole country club a few times a week and then go out at the U.S. Open and beat the best of the best. Like, he needs to be playing competitive golf. You know, he's not playing a lot of competitive golf because Liv has a less schedule than everybody else. Um, But we saw that doesn't matter because Brooks won the PGA last year. So I feel like uh, Phil will continue to play this year next year and 2026 and if he doesn't win the u.s open by then he'll just go off and be an owner
1: gotcha and the reason why i always i I think i think of him like that is because i see so much of greg norman in him he's for instance working really hard right now on getting those courses built in canada he's got obviously he's trying to run his social media brand he's trademarked his logos he's really focusing on the team aspect and A lot of his comments are more toward the grandiose scale of the game and not so much his own team Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in interviews. His interviews are very, are very little focused on the here, the now, the high flyers. They're focused on the game, the world, the economics, the politics. Yeah. But that being the case, that's where I'm looking at right now for that. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how that year goes on. The biggest surprise for me so far, obviously, he has been Caleb Surab we talked about. Mm-hmm. But it's just really good to see a lot of the stories that we saw unfold this week. What happened with Bryson, though? Because he just, round three, he had one birdie. And if you notice, he had his freight train start to round two. And then going into hole 17, he pars it. He misses a birdie putt. And then didn't birdie the rest of the round. It's Vegas, gets, man. It's Vegas. You think it was just Vegas those Friday
0: night? The Friday night is when they have the big Super Bowl parties, you know. And uh, Bryson's a celebrity, like he's a big time celebrity. And I think he would actually go out to those. You never know, man. You only get one chance. Like you might only get one chance to go to those. And you know, when it's right there, it's like Kevin Hayes, the guy he played on the New York Rangers. He said, "Anytime the Rangers go play the Golden Knights in Vegas, bet against them." You know, it's always you know the teams struggle in Vegas. The team struggling in Miami. Because those are party cities. And
1: I guess you're right, because you, you only have so many opportunities to go wild. Yeah. You killed it the
0: first two nights, then you shoot four over. Obviously, something went wrong.
1: It, it went wrong for him. And it was during such an early start, too. It went wrong for him during round two, though. Yeah. They were starting 9 o'clock in the morning over there. That's right. They were. Which was really smart, because they they, they didn't want to have a repeat of the Mayakoba thing where it's pitch black and they're trying to get, they could have
0: started a little bit later, maybe 30 get minutes to an something
1: hour. into primetime Saturday night, but it is, what it is. they still finished for a pretty good time. I think about five, four o'clock, five o'clock over here in mm-hmm. the central. And then of course six o'clock over where you're at. So yep. I get what you're saying though, but here's the big question. So this week we have the live golf event and then we have the PGA tours original live golf event. Yeah. And I, and I say it like that because, let's be real, that's what that what the waste management is. It's the people's open for a reason. Yep. But it just, as we alluded to it earlier, the PGA Tour players are not interested in that kind of vibe.
0: Some of them, yeah. Some, some of are the, some but of them aren't. I feel like more and more are not
1: in, in, interested in the vibe. Yeah, there's the Joel Damons, there's the Harry Higgs, the that's guys Ricky who... Ricky Fowler, you know? Yeah, the guys who actually, in reality, would fit in very well on a live golf team. For their personality and for their treatment of of fans. And and they're just, their fun loving atmosphere.
0: But the older guys like, and honestly, I, I said this on the Tuesday show with pants today, it's like the golf fans are the ones who are the reason why you're making so much money. They're buying the tickets. They're the ones that are watching TV. They're the ones that advertisers are buying the commercials to get to. And for 51 weeks out of the year, they are pretty respectable. One week out of the year, they can go and just be a and just get involved in complete debauchery and just be a complete mess of a human. And you're going to complain. It's one week a year. Like, if you don't like it, don't play. Like, you have what 35 chances a year to play, maybe even more.
1: Like, if 35 different tournaments, if you don't like it, don't play. Don't go. Well, not, not only that, it was very frustrating to me to watch that event because. The PGA Tour created this monster. Mm-hmm. Right. You look at that event, yeah, letting in, in
0: 400,000 people. Like what do you expect's going to happen?
1: They basically created a Woodstock atmosphere for golf. Over the years cuz they built up the stadiums on number 16, they've created all the other environments for it. They've made this grandiose idea of what the waste management is. It's it's golf but debauchery and it's an opportunity for a golf person to really go crazy and have fun, which at our heart, guys never grow up. We just all we all secretly want to be that 19-year-old frat boy again. Yeah, of course. Even if you never were that 19-year-old frat boy, somewhere deep inside you wants to commit a felony and not get in trouble for it. Mm. And not like a mean felony, but I'm talking about like just rub your nutsack on a statue. Drinking, public tackle, ta- yeah, public sucked, intoxicated. Yeah, yeah. Pee on, on a celebrity. Indecent yeah, exposure. Indecent exposure. Run naked through the this. woods.
0: One guy was sitting on a bench in the middle of the stands and just pissing himself. other other people were like digging (laughs) holes and just like getting on their knees and pissing in the hole
1: which to me the waste management needs to take responsibility of that they were blaming the fans
0: zero waste man They they said zero
1: waste and they they took it to heart no it to me it's what's frustrating with that is that that the the waste management was billing themselves as blaming the fans. their twitter accounts were talking about we're, we're shutting down alcohol sales yeah. because, you know, you guys are being too hard paid. How dare you make it the wasted management? Stuff like that. Part of those were joke tweets. Part of those were real tweets. But you get the point. They, they're they shutting down alcohol sales at three o'clock on Saturday.
0: Pissed people, man. I would have been pissed. Like, I would have too. I'm not going there to, to get crazy blackout drunk like them, but I'm going there and I, I want to get a buzz. And but more be...
1: than that, it's personal responsibility. Yeah. And not only that, but let's it's, be real. It, a, a lot of these
0: people were young college kids. Yeah, like I don't think you saw like a lot of thirty-year-old men out there blacking out. You did, who,
1: even if you did, yeah. well, you're not going to see thirty-year-olds out there blacking out. You're going to no. see twenty-two-year-olds and and sixty-year-old who accidentally, you know, walk too much and catch and catch a little diabetes action. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm being serious, man. We're not hating. It, it, you no, know, it's no, it's a reality. Yeah. You don't know that your body's no longer on that level until you find out that your body's on that level. Exactly. So, it, it was really frustrating, though, because when you talk about the guys pissing in, in holes they're digging or pissing in the stands, part of that's on the waste management for not putting appropriate bathrooms out there. Yeah. Part of that's yeah, you put a 40,000 people complex for a golf course yeah. going on.
0: And they talk about so much about no waste, and they, they forget about the biggest,
1: most important waste of all. Human waste. Because that shit's toxic. Yes. is. <laughs> so, ultimately, we saw a lot of heckling going on. We saw Billy Horschel, and we saw Zach Johnson. Of course, Zach Johnson's heckling was more about his Ryder Cup picks. Yeah, he's been holding it in for a good six months, man. That guy's been waiting to blow up on someone. Yeah, because he's been getting it for six months, and he'll be getting it for years. Yep. He is. Congratulations, you're the new Paul Azinger. Yep. I hate to say it like that. I well, mean, no, polling you know, is a good, to good. Oh, no, sorry. There's always something. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I meant, though. You know what yeah. I meant, though. It, when you're the captain, a lot of things come it, come down to you, especially when you lose. Yeah. And, and so, was. am I thinking of Jay Haas? No, you're thinking no. of,
0: what's the guy? I said, be the right club today, Hal Sutton.
1: Hal that's who I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I'm, forgive me, Azinger. Yeah, he like walked away for golf for two years. That's how upset he was. But well, you get what I'm saying though, is that it's just one of those things where it's just, he, he has to live with the reality of what he did. Yep. And taking it out on fans is not okay. No. But also, where does Zach Johnson, when you retaliate like that, It just makes you look like a bitch and people are going to do it more. I know. That's just the truth. He would have looked more like a badass if he cursed at the guys. No, if he would have just leaned into it and said, yeah, I made some mistakes and then just moved on. Yeah. Because if you acknowledge it and play into it, it stops. Yeah. But but when you fight, when you retaliate and cry back. Were they really talking about the Red Cup? Yeah. They 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 were saying that the the, uh, quote was basically, well, uh, probably should have gone with Keegan, shouldn't you? (laughs) <laughs> or or something like that or brad bradley over jt right something along those lines it's awesome yeah and then so he gets all pissy-wissy called over a cop all that jazz but like I said guys it's the people's open for a reason and the pga you gotta understand that's what a live golf tournament wants to look like yeah every week so for you guys to sort of you know, look like last year in adelaide yeah at least on the party hole yeah yeah and, and on the final hole, when and they feel had like the everybody. the
0: on eight this year wasn't too crazy in Vegas.
1: It's Vegas. It's honestly, I think cost too early of entry in the morning for them. It's that and cost of entry. Yeah, you, you got to understand. And Australia is starved for golf. That too. Live, golf. Um, like I said, Vegas. Plenty of distractions early in the morning, and also Thursday, Friday. You're not going to get big crowds out there. Uh, I know Pants went out there those days. I know John Muno was out there those days. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. And it you was,
0: they said it, he said it was super duper cold. It was like, yeah, 50 degrees. Let alone is going to stop party vibes. I think Adelaide, obviously, is going to be crazy like it was last year. And I think Nashville's going to be, I think Nashville's going to have a nice party vibe.
1: I think so. I think Nashville is at least going to have the right temperature to be able to uh, accommodate In a June, party vibe. summer, It's like the first weekend of summer. Yeah. June 21st, 23rd. Gonna Rocking. see lots of, gonna see lots of cowboy hats, tit shots, and yep. a bunch of other stuff.
0: I'm thinking about going.
1: You think about going? Yeah, it'll, it'll be a blast. It'll yeah. be a blast. But well, yeah, here's my, anyway, my final, my final question for the week. Guys. This is for the viewers as well for everybody else. We talked a lot about you know player, player that player or whatnot. Who do you think is the most comfortable this season? Looks the most comfortable. I know it's a tough question. Food for thought for the week, guys. As always, this is 54 and line. I don't know. I, DJ, maybe? You
0: think DJ, DJ looks really
1: comfortable. I just feel like does. DJ
0: always looks comfortable. Like DJ, that dude you, never you could, sweats.
1: You could throw that guy in a pool full of scorpions and you he'd could, probably you just. You could put fucking lions
0: and fucking tigers on the fucking, in, in the woods of the rough and that dude would still just be strutting with that strut and not have mm-hmm. a care in the world.
1: Well, that's because he doesn't have a care in the world. He has the, he lives probably the equivalent of, of the greatest life that ever yeah. was. And
0: he's just such a cool character, man. Like, he's just even like, you never see any, like the highs or the lows. Like he's just, he just has the same expression
1: on his face. It's great. Well, and he does something that, that the other guys in his group on Sunday couldn't do. Forget the bad shots. Yep. Exactly. Because Bryson let it get to him. Cause, and you say what you want, that scientist approach, re, you can tell gets it he doesn't let shots go no and that's part and then Rong still doesn't feel comfortable on live but for him to play as good as he is yes visibly uncomfortable yes. a win is coming Yeah, win <laughs> wins uh yes. are coming
0: of course but maybe jetta maybe jetta but I don't know. jetta I, will be I a good chance i don't want him. to say and because that's so far away i think he'll win before then but i think he'll have a shot at jetta
1: Jeddah will be a really good chance simply because there won't be any crowd there. Yes, exactly. I'm being serious. If you didn't even, if you didn't catch this, by the way, guys, we know Jeddah is the very next tournament. And if you watch the broadcast, it was very hilarious because I kept being confused watching it because Arlo White wasn't even mentioning, he was mentioning Hong Kong and then Adelaide for the next ticket events or whatever. He wasn't even mentioning Jeddah. Because nobody buys like, tickets for that. Yeah, because it's it's not exactly a great place to go to in the world right now if you really understand Jeddah is very close to to israel yeah and that's very close to israel and probably aren't that many people doing much travel to that area i don't know if america has a blacklist for going there right now or so. whatnot, no, You don't, don't think, think so? No. You never know with these things because one day they and have... it. Saudi they have, like...
0: Arabia is our ally.
1: Yes, but you know what I'm saying? Like one, one day there's a travel ban, one day there's not a travel yep, ban. You're you know right. what I'm saying? It's just the dumbest thing. Man. Yeah,
0: but the people that live there, f- the few and far between, they'll be there. And like you said, I think that would be a good week for Ram to win.
1: I think so too because, again, it won't be a traditional lib vibe. And again, he's not comfortable yet with it. I'm not like, saying he won't be. I'm just saying you could tell he was visibly uncomfortable yep but anyway guys that does it
0: for us this week 54 live podcast follow us on twitter at 54 live pod follow jake on twitter and my bio at jakes underscore span something like that it's on the 54 live pod bio we are also releasing every episode on youtube now and we are working we asked you guys if you want video and audio Or you don't care. A lot of people said they didn't care, but there was a good amount of people that said they wanted video as well. So we are working on that. Hopefully by March, we will have video uh, content as well. And yeah, that does it. Jake, anything
1: else? Life is good. Have a great day. Remember guys, we will be back next week because there are things to talk about with upcoming tournaments on the Asian tour. Yep. And Genesis and the
0: PGA Tigers back. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that at some point. Yeehaw. Later.